This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB. This is Our Lifestyle podcast. We're getting ready to jump into the fresh episode. And we want to thank our title sponsors, which includes Custom Car Show Productions. They have three key events every year. Orange Beach Invasion every March in Orange Beach, Alabama. Scraping the Coast every June in Biloxi. And Bayou Showdown, which is every November in Slidell, Louisiana. We also want to thank Mini Truck Showdown family, which includes their event, their flagship event, the first weekend in June 2022 in Las Vegas, Mini Truck Showdown. You can go on Facebook or Instagram for more information. They also have Kern County Showdown, which is going to be in Bakersfield, California, the first weekend in February 2022. Thank you so much. Support those that support the scene and on to the episode. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast episode. Damn, cannot believe it, 278. We got a jam-packed episode for this one. So much to talk about. You heard at the top of all of these episodes, we got to thank our title sponsors. Thank you so much, guys, for always coming through. Custom Car Show Productions, their next event is just a few weeks away in Orange Beach, Alabama, that last weekend in the month of March. Of course, it was pushed back a little bit this year. We've been posting those dates. Make sure you get out to Orange Beach, Alabama. And then Mini Truck Showdown is going down in Vegas, the second year it's in Vegas. And that's going to be the first weekend in June. Come on out and rock with us. It is going to be a blast. And I can't wait for June. I'll be flying out. Corey and team, tip of the cap. Mini Truck Showdown on Instagram and Facebook for more information. All right, so you may have guessed it. Miggity Mike the Mayor is out again this week, and it's not because there's any beef, not this week at least. Uh, Mike is uh, you know, basically trying to kind of catch up. So recording as we normally do on a Tuesday, and uh, what that means is you know, Mike basically got back in the catbird seat. Uh, we'll talk more about our trip and um, you know, just a few minutes, but basically Mike is you know, trying to run some errands tonight and do some stuff. I am going to call DJ Mays here in just a couple minutes, and I guess you could kind of say he'll be the guest co-host this week. You know, not sure how much time he'll have or how much time we'll be able to record because DJ Mays Radio on Twitch is blowing up, and of course he's got his set on Tuesdays. But as we get into this episode, basically DJ Mays, and then I did link up with Tom and not Jerry, but Tom and Joey. So I'm super excited to have them on. I know I often say that, but these two guys have been on this awesome run, and I want you guys to hear their story. Uh, one one of the guys, Tom, owns Far From Losing now, and Joey owns Relax Taco that was in our booth at LST. We're so thankful for that. And Eric Coleman, rest in peace, painted that famous truck, was on the cover of Mini Trucking. So a lot to talk about there, but kind of cool. I like doing these interviews where there's more than a two of us because it gives us an opportunity to kind of feed off of each other. We did that with Chad and Ruben. We've done that in the past as well and probably going to continue to explore doing those type of interviews. So 
The uh, episode recap is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. Got a chance to hang out with Ryan from Graphics Mafia. I saw Buddy as well. Hey, Buddy. If you need stickers, uh, some of the brands out there, no matter if you're big or small, uh, hit up Graphics Mafia. It's G-R-A-P-H-I-X Mafia. Uh, Obviously, you're probably going to be listening to this, possibly on your way to relaxing on the ranch this weekend. It may be a little bit too late for that, but oftentimes Buddy and Ryan will take stickers, decals, things like that to a show and meet you there, whether it's club stuff you need or for your brand, or maybe you've got an old decal, like I had a Colorado Custom Wheels decal that uh, was given to me by Josh Ellis, and I was able to give that to them, and they recreated it exactly uh, the way it was in the OG. So Graphics Mafia, that's Graphics with an X. All right. Last episode recap. So, dude, Matt Winter, he's been on the list a while, and I know I often get ribbed by my homies, my friends, and and potential future guests. You know, we do have the list that continues to go on, and we add, like I added five or ten people from LST, literally. You know, two of them, they're going to be on this episode, but they've been on the list now for about six months. And um, it's not that we're so busy, but, you know, we do have a lot of guests, and that's why... You know, years ago, we ramped this up to one a week, and I don't know how long, I know I always say this, I don't know how long we'll continue on that, right? Just trying to balance the daily life and all of the other stuff. But, um, you know, rest assured, I know some of you have given me great names. I've reached out to some of those folks, and we're going to continue getting through those. I'm also happy to see, uh, you know, with Mini Mini Trucker Colt being back, LCD doing their thing, the Custom Scene Podcast, love what they're doing. You know, that's also opening up other doors and other avenues, uh, future mini trucker podcast as well for more content, right? More guests, more stories, you know, things that we all want to hear. So I would encourage you, you know, check out those other podcasts as well, but just know we're going to keep our pedal down or keep the pedal down as long as we can and try to balance it. But, uh, Matt winter, I had really kind of officially linked up with him back in October and said, hey, man, you know, I've kind of had you on the list. I want, you know, I wanted to have someone on like you, um, and, and we did it. So, you know, thanks for him coming on. Check it out if you haven't already. Now, the last episode recap is brought to you by Lone Star Throwdown. We'll talk about our, um, our trip there in just a few minutes when I get DJ Mays on the radio or on the radio on the horn. But Lone Star Throwdown, I would suggest, and you'll hear me say this in one of the videos that I've been editing. I've got um, I've got basically three computers in my room here that you know from over the years, right? And I've got one where I'm dumping video and stitching it together and transitioning in this. I'm over here recording, and then I've got other stuff going on, trying to finish a couple proposals for people, and uh, just trying to balance everything. But um, w- what I will say, and once I get the video out for our LST coverage is uh, Radar uh, reminded me that typically it's August 1st when that pre-sale, that pre-registration rather, opens. So set your phones, your Siri, your Google Assistant, your Amazon, your Alexas, whatever. Set it because it's an amazing show. And even if you don't bring something out, fly out there. I know Craig, the Sitting Pretty crew and some of those guys, they flew down from the Pacific Northwest, just literally had a blast. And I know some people were sitting at home probably going, oh, it rained. That's why I didn't go. Oh, it's cold. It looks miserable. Oh, look at this. Look at that. Listen, dude, 
It's what you make it. We were there. We had an absolute blast. Literally, other than having to wear a jacket, which is fine for me. I'm from Florida. I don't get to wear my severed jacket very often. Other than that, really, it was it was the same old, same old. We, we just had a blast. So, again, uh, thank you so much to Lone Star Throwdown for the continued support. But set your calendars. Get ready for next year. It'll be the 12th annual, and I am working on a video. I, I think I got enough content to put one together. Uh, kind of beginning to end, and it starts kind of funny because as soon as Mike gets there, we kind of get into a brawl. It's uh, I don't want to call it a domestic dispute, you know what I mean? But it kind of was, and he was trying to get me to take an L, so you'll have to watch the video on our YouTube channel once I once I get that out and published. Okay, uh, next, the general update. So before I get DJ Mays on the radio, from a general update perspective, literally – it was so nice to be able to go to LST because I had kind of like a half day work from the road Thursday, Friday I was off, long weekend of course, and uh, Mike got to give him a tick mark. Drove all the way there, drove all the way back. Ryan from Graphics Mafia, and then Scott, uh, we formerly known as V Six Scott, now Scotty the Body. Okay, he rolled the help, man. They were warriors. We had such a good time, and I say all that because. It's been a while since I've taken a Friday and Monday. That was an old routine that I had, but now with kind of family stuff and vacations, can't just burn all those days. Was able to kind of come back and on Monday, just literally get a lot of stuff done. The one fun thing that I wanted to do that I, I debated on canceling, but I still went, Bush Gardens. I got a chance to ride Iron Gwazi. Loved that roller coaster. It's pretty cool, unique experience because last year, uh, the family and I, we went up to Cedar Point, always wanted to go. Road Steel Vengeance, heard so much about it, loved that coaster. I'll tell you what, the reactions on our faces, I rode it three times. Man, everybody loved this. I mean, I, I, I'm i seeing great stuff from the media that was there a week or two ago at Bush Gardens. If you're a coaster junkie, man, get out there. It is, it's super fun. A lot of my friends and clubmates and homies and everybody that lives around here, Man, if you like thrill rides, this one is adrenaline, 100 miles an hour. So got a chance to do that, and then a ton of other stuff. Had to get the trailer turn and burn, although I didn't take my two-car. Um, it's been sitting a little bit and kind of needed to fix the taillight here, get a tire mounted here, little things. Tony needed it Monday pronto because he was t- taking a huge haul with Elvis and his buddy Brian, and they, they had like six – Six, you know, six of these little Jeep fleet vans loaded up going up to Tennessee. So, literally, once I got out of Bush Gardens, it was like pick up a tire, do this, do that. You know, worked at Tony Boss Bowlins, trying to help as much as I could, loading stuff until about eight thirty, nine o'clock, and had to finally peel out of there. But uh, as far as what I've heard, he got up there. Uh, apparently, everything's been good. Knock on wood, and hopefully, the homie gets back. But really, that's all I got for the general updates, and want to thank. Southeast Mini Truck and Nats for the continued support here at OLP. We'll be announcing probably next week the Mini Nats VIP party and kind of what it will entail. We've got some great partners. I also want to say, you know, Jason Bell, you know, those guys are doing wonderful things, right? So I got a chance to slap hands with him at LST, went over to the Mini Trucker Union booth and uh, picked up some gear um, as I did with Garage Gear. And it was just a great time just talking with them. He's excited. And, again, Mini Nats is going to be that, like, 22nd, 24th, right around there that weekend. Maggie Valley, come on out, Gallivant with us. And including the VIP party. 
All right, now we're going to jump into the scene updates, and I'm going to call the big homie, DJ Mays, and check in with him about LST. Yo, coming off the top ropes, as I mentioned, got DJ Mays. He picks up on the first ring. Mays, when I call Mike, dude, it's often straight to voicemail, maybe, you know, Maybe not even a call back the same day. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate you always picking up on ring one. You know what I mean? Well, there's a difference between somebody that wants to talk to you and somebody that doesn't. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, shots fired. Pew, pew. Right? <laughs> Take that, Mayor. Take that. Papa Smurf always said, shoot a bullet over their head and see how they react. Right? So, mm-hmm. but, um, man, listen, the scene updates this week. I mean, dude, it wouldn't be a truck scene. Without LST, it's been a staple for the past little over 10 years in our scene. And I'm so thankful that we've got into this routine of going. I know that you have as well. And, um, you know, although Mike's not with us this week, I got to give him, I gave him credit for driving there and driving back. But, you know, how was, how was your trip there, man? I mean, everything, you know, because you had Santos and Dom with you, right? Right. Yeah. We, uh, we were originally planning on coming out on Thursday morning, but then there was a bunch of weather coming through st louis and arkansas and all that area so we decided to leave wednesday night so we waited till it stopped right by us and then we headed on down through arkansas and apparently arkansas people either aren't used to snow or just the 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 road crews are like hey we don't need to worry about bridges because we hit several bridges that were like solid sheets of ice and almost died so yeah you know yeah, you know that Goody Mob song, Slicker Than Black Ice, you know what I mean? So it's oh, no yeah. joke, though. Oh, yeah. It's no joke. But for us, you know, Mike picked me up, and I'm working on it, editing a video. And I tend to start these videos, and then I don't get enough, you know, going there uh, at the show and then coming home. But I think this time I got enough. But Mike pulls up to the house, and it's a little bit smaller transit van. And I don't want to give away the whole thing, but it was kind of like a domestic dispute for a minute in the front yard because he was like, yo, you can't bring this scooter. You can't bring – dude, he goes, this whole dust cloud, this whole pig pen deal, he goes, bro, I'm either leaving with you or without you. Leave your shit. So we got into a little bit of a tussle, and I, w- I was hoping Hank was there because I knew Hank would have swung on his ass. You know what I mean? Well, see, now you got to be careful, though, because <laughs> – Hank's had enough issues. I mean, he's still he's still on probie up here in St. Louis. So, yeah. you know, him even going back to Oregon and then headed to Texas, you know, for LST, probably pushing it. I don't know if he if he got a hold of the uh, of the probation officer or not. Yeah, yeah. So he had so to- he'd have gone to Florida and then you know gotten a scuffle with you guys and then. Yeah. Well, he had. I don't know what was the old was it a Mad Max where some guy had to like do something with a hacksaw. He had um. He basically had uh, a hacksaw and he cut off his ankle monitor. So that's how apparently he was able to to kind of skip town, you know. And his PR. Uh, so right, right, yeah. <laughs> now you guys, keep me honest. Uh, you part, you partook in the whole shenanigans. Did you guys end up staying with Ron and the whole crew? I know, um, you know, all the guys got together. You know. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't end up staying at the lake house <clears throat> with Ron. That was. Uh, Jizz off from Mini Garage and a bunch of other guys that all stayed with him over there. Um, we stayed only like three miles. Well, we were only like four miles from you guys. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. Yep. So we were only like three miles from the show. So it was easy for us to go back and forth when we needed to. But I think that that lake house running them had, I think, was like 30 minutes away. So it was a little ways away. Yeah. And Rich also from uh, the Pacific Northwest came down. You know, you got a chance to mm-hmm. meet him and, you know, uh, lay, in, lay in 720. 
on Instagram. Yep. And uh, he's a good dude. Uh, he's the guy, L-A-Y-N-720, made a Hot Wheels for me back in the day. He still does it, and uh, I love the stuff that he does. But it was cool because the show, I mean, listen, if you if you just took a minute and you started thinking about what all the people at home were like, yeah, I mean, that's exactly where I didn't go. I mean, I, the weather was going to be bad, and it was just horrible, and it was cold. I mean, if you really think about it, dude, other than us having our jackets on, which for me is kind of cool, we didn't, you know, other than the cold, right? I mean, it was the same old shenanigans. We had a great time. We saw badass rides, and RA went, you know, hard in the paint. Yeah, you know, I honestly, last year was the first year I got to go, being the 10-year anniversary and the 30th anniversary for RA. So it was really cool to go last year for the first time, and I knew it was going to become a new staple show. And I knew once I actually made it, I was always going to go. So this year was just as much shenanigans and just as much fun as last year. Sure, it was a little cold. Saturday was very wet, but you know what? I'll take cold and wet at a truck show any day over being at work. Yeah. Period. Over being at work, or I even say swamp is ass. You know what I mean? Because right, I'd rather right. be cool, cooler. Like, who would rather say, "Hey, I would rather the AC be off and sweat my balls," or you know, have the AC on full blast? You know what I mean? And that's what I kind of felt. I mean, the AC was on blast. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, it was on blast. All right. We're talking to DJ Mays, of course, DJ Mays Radio on Twitch. Highly encourage everyone to download Twitch. You'll get a notification when he goes live, and you'll be going live here in just a little bit with your set. But when you think about, um, you know, ST represented really str- uh, strong, NC went hard in the paint, um, RA, Acro, you know, and then no regrets. I mean, the, these some of the staple clubs were really going hard out there. When you got a chance to gallivant around a little bit, what you know? Any one or two rides that really stuck out that you were like, "Hey, thumbs up!" I'm glad I got a chance to see them. You know, there was the um, the orange Silverado that was in the Fat Fabs booth. Something yes. about that color stood out to me. Um, you know, of course, I mean, the Denali in the Escalade was expected to be a an oh my god kind of thing. Um, seeing Blue Thunder in person that from Extensive that was on you know Texas Metal was kind of cool because that's a really neat car. You know, but there was, I mean, we didn't, when you went into that indoor area, like where Eddie Gordy was and the Hot Wheels Blazer and a bunch of other stuff, there was some badass shit in there. And it was, I mean, these guys really brought it this year. So I'm glad I was not a judge at this show. Yeah. Because the average lifted truck there was $100,000. And when you get into some of those C10s, like that one that was sitting in front of us on the main row there, from Alamo Customs. That thing was just ridiculous. Yeah, that's Robert's um, truck from Alamo Customs. Great guy. Mm-hmm. And you, you're right, dude. I think you won Best Interior. I mean, just insane. Yeah, so it was It was definitely, you know, LST is just one of those shows. If, if you haven't made it a staple show that you've got to go to, if you get to go to one show, one out-of-town big one a year, man, I almost want to say it's got to be LST because if you're a truck guy, for sure, that's... <sighs> That's where you want to be. Yeah, and check this out. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. There's a gal named Lisa Hare, maybe H-A-Y-R-E-N-C, and she has this F-150 long bed, the kind of the 80s style, right? And they call mm-hmm. it Chester the F-150. And when I saw it, I was like, good Lord, this thing, you talk about, you know, you know, Hank always talks about this S word like swallowing or something. I don't I don't know what he meant, but this, <laughs> this car, this truck – swallowed the wheels dude i mean you know a ford is like you know some of the old rangers and stuff tuck 
dude, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen anything take a wheel like this. And what was cool is I was taking a photo, and she came up. She goes, oh, you know, my wheel's a little dirty, this and that. Dude, I said, this thing is amazing, and she liked the angle photo that I got. But, like, seeing that, you know, to me, it's like it doesn't even have to be full-blown paint and all that. Uh, it was something a little bit different, something I hadn't seen, but it stuck out, and I'm just like, wow. And then, of course, dude. Was it, was it an older square body one? Yeah, it was like the red and grayish. See, I didn't see that one, but we I did get a picture of one that was white that had had some ridiculous huge wheels on it. Now I don't it wasn't laid out or nothing, but it had to have had a, a twenty four by fifteen right at the back of this thing or something. I mean, there's I don't see how they drove it and didn't rub something in the back. Yeah. Um, but it was I saw that when it was sitting by I think over by KIK um and them, but that I was thinking of that one right away when you said that but then I thought, well no, it wasn't laid out or nothing. Yeah, and some of you may not know um, this gal, Lisa, but you'll you'll know her when you see her Instagram. It's NC underscore get, G-E-T-O, like it's get zero, like ghetto, Barbie, B-A-R-B-E-E. Mm-hmm. And I say that because she had a photo that kind of went a little viral uh, around Christmas. They had the wheels like over by the Christmas tree, the four of these uh, HRBB wheels, and dude, <laughs> they look bigger than the Christmas tree. Like, it's insane. But, you know, I wanted to tip my cap to her <laughs> uh, because the thing was just sick. And then also, I got to tip the cap to Tanner. He came and drove. I know Brian from Grinder TV has shot the rig. But imagine, you know, one thing driving your shit for a while, but going, hey, I'm going to drive a big rig from the Pacific Northwest all the way down to LST, zero Fs given. And, dude, that thing was like the talk of the show, man. I, I guarantee the reels. We're killing it, man. Oh, and then it, it got worse when he decided to let Hank ride with him. Yep. I got and a photo. I got evidence. It all went downhill after that. It was, it was over. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Houston PD wasn't all over that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, because you know, Hank will I try mean, to grab the wheel. For a little bit. Yeah, Hank will try to drive, and they kind of go, hey, man, you know, you've, you know, we don't know what you've been having going down, some barbiturates, and I don't even know what some of those words mean, but. You know, he's a crazy animal, but like to your point, well, even worse, he's rolling. He's still got the hammered cup in his hand and I don't know what was in the cup. Right. Yeah. He, he's like the trailer park boys, wherever he's go, he's got one, you know, it cracked. But, um, the other aspect was to me, although again, the weather and radar, Lonnie, Jared, the whole team, you know, you guys throw a show, you can't control the weather. Right. So to me, it's like, hey, if you could still go now, listen, there were people that couldn't make it in because apparently Dallas Airport had hiccups, you know, folks, dust storms I heard in one state and all this. Hey, I totally get I mean, some people you end up having to turn around. Safety is first. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, don't let this discourage you. You know, some people go, oh, it rains every year. Dude, last year was beautiful at the show. So, you know, don't judge a show by the show coverage online, right, that you're seeing on Instagram Although it may have been eh, not the best weather, dude, it was a freaking blast. Well, Lonnie said it best in his in his wrap up post from the, the the week, I should say, because they're out there for you know many days long before we ever get there. And uh, and he said it best. He said, you know, we've got a love hate relationship with Mother Nature on this show. I mean, one year last year it was eighty and gorgeous. We're wearing shorts, having a good time, drinking brews, and 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 chopping it up. This year, you know, we're doing fist bumps because we're afraid to take our hands out of our hoodies 
and you know got hoodies hoods on and extra coats and everything else and a bunch of rain but it didn't matter we still had the same fun so don't let i don't care what show it is don't let weather interrupt you getting out with the crew and having a good time that's just silly because we had a blast as well. Yeah, and there's some trucks, you know, like even Alamo, he had left his kind of uncovered for a while, and then eventually it's like, all right, got to put the windows up, close the hood, maybe throw a cover on it. You know, you could argue and say, well, that's the one aspect. I didn't get to see everything. But listen, I hit the pavement hard on a Friday and did a lot of coverage. And then when Saturday came, I wasn't really stressed because I was like, man, I got about 70, 80, 90% of it. So there's definitely an opportunity, but it's a show that you definitely want to plan as like the Friday is like a normal show Saturday, and Saturday's like a normal Saturday. So, you know, make it, I mean, even if you make it a Friday, Saturday, and then you fly out Sunday, I mean, that's the way to do it. But, you know, I talked about one of my favorite trucks and then the rig, but also I want to give a tip of the cap to RA underscore drop and, dra- drop and drag. He's got the 60 foe red Impala, mm-hmm. and dude, that thing, I told him, bro, straight fire, bro. Yeah, total, total OG. When I went walking through the uh, the RA camp there, and I come walking up on that, I was like, "Man, this is straight SoCal." You know, I'm like, I'm I'm looking for Dre or Cube or yeah. somebody kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that thing was badass. Hell yeah, man. Well, listen, I don't want to take much of your time. You know, we talked a little bit about LST, but listen, in God, what is it? We just hit March first, right? So I know in your head, mm-hmm. you started clicking away. We're about two and a half months out. Now, this weekend, we're going to relax it on the ranch. So I didn't want to confuse people last weekend talking about, you know, we don't relax a lot unless we're at a relaxing show. So in about two and a half months, talk to us. Give us a quick elevator pitch. I know the show has changed venues, but relaxing in the park St. Louis, also known as basically relaxing in the park, that show is on and popping. Uh, what, What are the newest, latest updates? Um, so yeah, we moved the show to Festus, Missouri, which is about 30 minutes south of where it was. Um, the best part about this is the city isn't embracing us. The city wants us there and is being an active part in it and helping us by contributing and, and being a part of the show. So I think we found a new home. Um, we really have geared everything exactly the same way as it always has been. We still have airlift on as a sponsor. We've added TIS and drop star wheels, the official wheels, Versa tires, the official tire. We have really focused on that variety. You know, we still love our air ride and our lower trucks, but lifted trucks are popular right now. So we had no problem adding some of those. And we met so many good people at LST that already knew about the show and were already talking about attending, which means the truck scene is crossing over between the two. It's no longer, we don't want to be around those guys kind of thing. So um, it's kind of nice to be able to add that aspect. Um, hotels, all the hotel information is up on the website, relaxinginthepark.com. The pre-registration is up on there. We will keep that open until May 1st, I think, or May 2nd, something like that. Um, I think we're just over 160 right now pre-registered. So, you know, people are, the it, it'll be that last minute, oh my God, I got to hurry up and register thing, I'm sure, at, you know, right after Mini Nats kind of deal. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're on par to have the biggest show ever, uh, pre-orders up for the shirts. If you want to catch those, go to asphaltarmy.com and you can catch the shirts and the banners on there. They will stay up till March 25th and then they'll come down. Um, and then you just gotta, you know, if you didn't get one, you have to get one at the show kind of thing, but $40 to register, whether you show up the day of or pre-reg, 
And I mean, things are just rolling really kind of smooth. I mean, we've got all the, all the sponsor stuff figured out and, you know, it's kind of smooth sailing. Once you kind of establish your feet and you get rolling, it's, it's not too bad. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Relaxing in the park. So you got the relaxing with the IN and then another IN, the park.com. Uh, as Jason's talking about DJ Mays, uh, you can find more information on the website. I always give you a fist bump and say fantastic work there. It looks good. Uh, the best way that I'm going to remember the city is Festus, F-E-S-T-U-S, but I'm thinking Festivus for the rest of us, right, for the Seinfeld vans. Um, <laughs> there you car, go. Car, bikes, and trucks, relaxing the Park St. Louis uh, 2022. Um, thank you for coming at, at the OLP booth. You know, you slapped hands with a lot of folks. You gave out a lot of stickers, right? So that's not something you had to do. But it was something that you guys have been doing. You've been hitting the pavement hard. One quick question to tie in. It had to have been relaxing for you a little bit, pun intended, to be at LST and not have to worry about, you know, you were able to go there and have fun, right? And we see you on stage so often and giving back through through Twitch. Uh, you just had to have had a blast with Santos and, dude, let's let's diggity dom and just the whole crew, brother. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. T, uh, LST and then Camp and Drag that comes up in July are about the only two that I'm going to this year that I just get to hang out and just enjoy things and see everybody and goof off and whatever. So, um, you know, it's a busy schedule. Um, but, you know, I'm, I tell everybody I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. I'm the most humble person you will find when it comes to knowing I have the greatest job in the world. I get to go to shows, hang out with all my buddies, play some music and look at badass vehicles all weekend and then i drive back home so while it's work it's still a good time because it's all the things that i enjoy wrapped into one and then of course you know my ride or die sidekick dom is with me 24 7 so it's you know while while sure you might see me on stage a lot of times and not necessarily um seeming like i'm having as much fun necessarily because I'm, I'm working so to speak i'm still having a blast because i know i'm entertaining people and i know everybody's having a good time and again it's so nice to know that i have that opportunity and you don't know how long opportunities like this last so i just take advantage of it best i can gives me a chance to meet as many people as possible so you know weekends like this past weekend was cool but it's it's not greatly different than when i've got actually got a dj to show yeah, like Nipsey said, you see me out of town, but I'm not on vacation. You know what I mean? R.I.P. to Nip. Mm-hmm. But it's that hustle, and I always encourage people, you know, find your footing and what you like to do. Like, I'm not a fabricator. I'm not uh, – there's a lot of things that I'm not. But there's things that I do, like, enjoying just like you. Um, now, what's ironic is I'm also going to say this. I'm not a DJ, but I love music. So relaxing in the uh, – relaxing on the ranch, they gave me a unique opportunity last year to say, hey – you want to put your DJ skills to set, and I said, "Well, look, I'm not, I don't have any crossfading skills. You know what I mean? I can't get up there and go." But I get to play music, and you know, I always think of you because uh, you do such a great thing, and you love music, and and we connect so often when we talk about Too Short and some of our favorite artists. But you know, to me, it's been great uh, from a brother to a brother, just seeing you uh, prosper in the scene and find your niche and what you like to do. But oh, by the way. You're always out there promoting, relaxing in the park with your fellow uh, with your fellow clubmates there in in the Missouri area. 
Well, it's always, uh, you know, it's, it's always, I guess when you become a show promoter, you're always trying to find that next niche or find the next person to, to try to show up. It's going to tell three other people to show up. So, you know, being able to DJ other shows gives me the opportunity to be out there and do all that and meet new sponsors and talk to people who want to be involved in a show in the coming years yeah. kind of deal. But, you know, don't, don't sell yourself short there. You've got, you've got the DJ skills because you know the music like I know the music because we could do our own podcast about old school hip hop alone oh, yeah. and, that would be a whole different world. You know what I mean? Cause when you and I get to talking, we get to talking. So, yep. you know, you know what to play and everything else you're going to, you know, next thing you know, it's going to be, you know, we're going to be competing for jobs and everything. <laughs> and, you know, then we got to throw one more name into the hat and here we go. Oh you know what boy. I mean? We'll be wrestling to the ground. Listen, last thing, uh, relax in the park. St. Louis is May 20th through the 22nd. Come on up, gallivant up, uh, to the Missouri area. Festus. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention to you was, I just want to give a shout out to all of your club mates. You know, you got a lot of good folks up there. It was great. Uh, when we went to Rudy's on Saturday, you know, you had sitting pretty RA class act, me repping severed. Uh, Ron was there. Hank was there. You know, you were there, Dom, so many good folks, rich, uh, of course, Craig braid, AKA CB Cooper, but, um, you know, just good people, man. And I tell you what, I know you guys get sick of me maybe saying this, but what the, the, the folks in the scene, Ronnie said it, the trucks are cool. The people are cooler, but I also believe in that same philosophy of, you know, we all know that the scene can't go around without people building trucks and going to shows and supporting the scene of ours, as we call it. So, you know, much respect. Well, you know, and like you said, Saturday night was a blast because we had so many different clubs. Um, that we're all hanging out doing the same thing. You know, um, the Aftermath crew kind of got together and <clears throat> we're doing our own little thing in, in one room for a little bit, but we all collaborated together in one way or another. And it, it, it proves that theory or the old saying of thicker than a sticker. Yep. It doesn't matter what club you roll with um, and it, it doesn't matter what style vehicle you're rolling with. Custom is custom and we should all get along and we should all do the same thing and, you know, just stay humble with each other because just because – You've got the badass ride right now. You may not have the badass ride come next year kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, it, the, the more we, you know, all hang out and, and are become one, even though we're in different clubs, it just makes the whole scene that much better. Yeah, 100%. And like my Severed fam, you know, they had a couple things planned that just with me staying at the booth, I mean, you guys ended up going to Rudy's on Saturday even earlier uh, to beat the, the, the rush. And then we got there a little later, but it all kind of worked out. So, you know, that's one thing, like even KIK over there hustling. You know, everybody's kind of got their own little mm -hmm. thing. You know, Sever Joe with, with C10 um, Vatos. But like you said, you know, we just balance it as the best that we can do. But, you know, we're looking forward to coming up to Relax It in the Park, St. Louis. It's, again, it's Relax It in the Park, uh, technically, so I'm going to drop to St. Louis. But RelaxItInThePark.com. I know Asphalt Army has been a big uh, contributor, so thanks to him for what he does there. But, uh, Jay, anything else you got for us? No, I'm just going to tell everybody you, the 22 season is just getting rolling, guys. So if you haven't made out your show schedule yet, get to doing that. Make sure you hit at least one new show every year. That's what keeps the whole scene alive because right now we're in a position where we haven't had this many shows, and I don't know when the last time was. Maybe the late or maybe the early 2000s was the last time we kind of had this many shows. And in the West Coast, peeps honestly are kind of getting upset with us because we have so many right. shows going on over here and they don't have as many. So guys enjoy this, get out and support, get that one new show in every year. Even if you don't bring your ride, man, even if you just go for the day. I mean, I drove That's all the way down to Georgia last year just for one day. 
You know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with it. Get out and enjoy it. It keeps the scene going because you never know when that show you wanted to always wanted to go to isn't there. That's it. You know, I'm going to have to get Radar on the phone and, and say, hey, we know and love the West Coast influence, but when you get a remix into the East Coast influence shit, we're running shit now. Right. <laughs> No, but it's all good. No, no, no disrespect. We're all we're all in it together. But listen, Jay, I know you got to jump on Twitch. Uh, everyone, again, please download Twitch. It's free, and then search DJ Mays Radio and follow him. I can't get on to every one of them, uh, you know, and, and listen. But you know, you'll get a notification, and you can pull it up on your Apple TV or watch it on your phone. And he does a great thing for the scene. So, Jay, thank you for what you do, DJ Mays. Yeah, no, we're and you know it's Tuesday night. We're recording now, and I'm getting ready to jump on here in just a little bit. And we do it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, depending on the show week kind of deal. And you know, it doesn't cost nothing to download and jump on and hang out. It's like the old street store stage. You make up a name. Everybody talks shows, talks trucks, what they're doing, what they're not doing. There's a bunch of smack talk that goes on too. But for the most part, it's just it's all good times and, and good music, and we just hang out. So yeah, yep. I need yeah. to need to jump on there if you haven't been on there. At least try it once. No doubt. And next week, as I mentioned earlier, everyone, we will announce more about our VIP party for Mini Nats, which is uh, towards oh, the yeah. end of April. Oh, so, yeah. you know, thanks to Maze, he'll be uh, partnering with us, as will Sean Rose from Rose Metalworks, uh, Asphalt Army, uh, Hammered Weekend Wear, and of course, OLP. But Malloy's is also involved. And special thanks to DJ, or excuse me, special thanks to Jason Bell at Southeast Mini Nats for allowing us to do this and kind of tr contributing, give back. Yeah, that's a blast. This will be the third year in a row now we've gotten to do that. So uh, big ups to to Bell and the whole family over there at Mini Nats for allowing us that time and that, and that opportunity to be able to do that because I know a lot of people, you know, enjoy kind of – it's hard to get away and get something to eat, especially in Maggie Valley. So it's an easy opportunity. So those details are coming next week, you said, right? Yes, sir. Thank you okay, so much, Yep, because I don't I don't know all the details yet. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're making shit up as we go. I mean, that's let's be honest. But <laughs> in all seriousness, dude, have a good set tonight. We'll talk soon and stay on the rise and keep it legal, not illegal. Absolutely, we'll catch you guys later. Yo, so thanks, DJ Mays, for coming on. Man, it was a blast. I just want to talk a little bit more about LST and kind of wrap things up. And I am going to see if I can link up with Lauren to talk a little bit about Orange Beach Invasion, which, again, is coming at the end of this month. The show was pushed back from last year, so that's where it fell at the end of March 2022 this year. But, you know, Maze and I, he had his set that he had to jump into, so didn't get a chance to really kind of cover everything from Lone Star. But um, I'll do my best to kind of go through some more of the items. Now, I posted part one of the video. I was able to finish that kind of midweek. And if you go out on our Lifestyle Podcast YouTube channel, you can watch it. It's about 15 to 20 minutes. It was a lot of fun. Mike getting into the house, us gallivanting across, two guys riding in the back of the caged van. Uh, there's a lot of fun uh, that we had uh, making that. So um, go if you can and check it out. Give us a uh, subscription or, or subscribe, if you will, on YouTube. And that definitely helps us out. But um, one thing I did was I posted a bunch of photos on on the way home from LST, and it's on my personal uh, Facebook page. And um, the reason why I did that is I wanted to kind of curate everything there. And I, of course, with Mike driving, 
right? He got the tick mark. With Mike driving, I was able to kind of go in there and spend the time and tag people, mention people, and do as much as I can. So uh, I'm going to go through these. Now, I may have missed a couple photos because I was picking them on my phone as they were uploading, but uh, I know RC Media, okay? He always uh, chimes in on our uh, YouTube posts, and it was cool. He goes, yo, I'm the RC Media guy, and I said, dude, that's awesome. So I always love linking up with people there, and uh, it's Richard, I believe. So really good dude. He was out there and uh, slapped hands with him. Uh, Rich was there from the Pacific Northwest. Again, he's the LAYN720. He makes custom die casts. I know Sergio and uh, from Severed came by, as well as some of my other Severed brothers and sisters. There was uh, another dude, and it was Brandon. He came by, and um, not only did he come by with his gal, man, they were super cool. It's uh, Brandon... Uh, Cro- uh, Krogan, I believe it is how you say it. Uh, super cool dude. Um, what I appreciated about him coming by is we slapped hands. Well, the next day, I think it was Saturday. Man, I was I was pretty hungry uh, getting into past lunchtime. And he goes, yo, we're going to bolt out. I was like, all right, cool, man. It was nice meeting you. The big homie throws. He goes, yo, I'm slaying in some Bucky's tacos. He goes, I got a breakfast burrito deal still with me right here in my bag and uh it's fresh from this morning and he had he had uh brought it um uh, you know to the show you know thinking hey man you know he might get hungry so he hooked me up and that's much appreciated he's on instagram as crogy785 so you know thanks again you and your gal coming by they gallivanted in from is it idaho or iowa but it was so cool again there's people from all over I know uh, Jesse came by, as well as his dad from Cali, Severed, Chris Stafford. Uh, Cody Reynolds, one of the big homies, last saw him, I think, at Mini Nats last year. I got a chance to t- uh, talk with John uh, Pina, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's got the 73 travel all, so good dude. Uh, Chris uh, with the forerunner, that was amazing. And uh, a lot of good people had came by as well. I know a lot of other people, uh, Shane Evans and kind of some of his crew came by. He's uh, Dragon Bottom on Instagram, D-R-A-G-G-I-N, Bottom. Um, that was super cool. Got a chance to ride around with Radar a little bit at the event, and it was cool because you know he took me out and kind of showed me where the main registration is and things like that. And we just chatted about you know some of the challenges with doing a show, but all of the great things, of course. So you know, shout out to the big homie, Todd Radar Hendricks, again, one of the owners of the show. Uh, Scotty the Body, at v- or formerly known as V6 Scott, and of course uh, uh, Ryan from Graphics Mafia was cool hanging with him. Uh, Nick Dog was he came by, and uh, he's a really cool dude. Uh, met him from Dallas, and uh, man, he chopped it up. He helped us in the booth, and we nicknamed him Nick Dog. Uh, a great dude, and I want to say. His last name, he's Nick C. He's an airplane or era, um, aeronautical type stuff. So uh, pretty, pretty cool stuff for him to come by and uh, chop it up. Someone tagged him in my photo. They, they said long bed Nick C. So really deal, really cool deal. So Sean Dell of SoCal Rod and Customs, he came by with his son. His son is uh, Dustin, D-U-S-T-Y-N Dell. Uh, he came by. He had his K5 Blazer out there, which was cool. Uh, their homie John came by, 
and he had a Cal Concepts painted extended cab Chevy back in the day. It was on the cover of Sport Truck uh, when they were on the racetrack cruising around. Travis Noak's behind them was cool to put a face to the Instagram name. Vance, all the way from Alaska. He goes, yo, I work at a bike shop in Alaska. I thought that was freaking awesome. Uh, Brandon and Missy Cisco came by. The AccuWare crew, which was awesome. Of course, Jeff from Mini Garage. Got a chance to hang out with Patricia and Robert Clark. So Robert Clark and Patricia Torres, uh, really good folks. We got a chance all these years later after I saw his uh, golf cart back in the day. Got a chance to ride on that, doing the loop. Dude, Dustin Nix, a.k.a. Stunna, he came by. Uh, Max uh, Dooley. Uh, Glenn from the West Coast, Dangerous Toys. That was awesome. Uh, Tanner cruised by with Hank Norris uh, in the Catbird seat, uh, which I thought was was badass. Uh, Mays talked about that. Uh, Robert from Alamo Customs, the owner, he came by, as did Solomon and Emma from Mob Steel. So Solomon from Street Trucks and F100 Builder's Guide and Ford Era, all his brands, and then, of course, Mob Steel Emma. So thanks to her coming by as well. Ryan, uh, the 94 Toyota dude that I met, uh, the kid rather, that I kind of met at uh, SEMA, he came by with a bunch of their Sunset kinfolk. They're celebrating 45 years. Uh, Carly from Sketchy Speed Stop. Uh, Dan from Maine. I think it's Dan uh, uh, Mayhew is how you say it. Uh, He came by, and uh, we talked hydraulics, old school stuff, all kinds of badass. I, I swung by, saw Jason Bell in the Mini Trucker Union booth. Uh, Rich uh, synced up with him a couple times. Eric Fulber, he came through with the crew. I know uh, Fleetwood, dude, he's rocking the beard. He came by and copped some stuff. And the homie with the 6.4 with Maze, I talked about him with the Red Impala. That was pretty cool, relaxed atmosphere up in Tennessee. Uh, Joey Whitby, of course, he was chopping it up all weekend. The mates, Chris and Mike, all the way from Germany, and their buddy Henry, that was freaking awesome. So I really appreciate them coming by. Rob Rodell, uh, Tucker, that was awesome from Mach 1 Media. Eli and his brother Justin. Uh, Jose out of Cali hooked us up big time. They had the Titanic uh, for uh, Crew Cab Dually, the blue one that was indoors. Man, they uh, really hooked us up. We were coming back Saturday night to present Eddie Gordy with his uh, Old School Mini Truck of the Year award. And the homies were like, yo, you guys hungry? We're like, dude, we're going to get barbecue right now, but we are starving. And, man, we were like, dude, so thankful. They hooked us up with all kinds of great food. They were kind of wrapping things up. They're like, oh, we'll put some more on. Linked up again with Eddie Gordy uh, and his awesome daughter, uh, Ron Perkins. A lot of the kinfolk um, from Class Act, including Jeff, uh, Sitting Pretty, Craig and his crew from the Pacific Northwest. And uh, it was just really amazing. And, you know, when I look back at some of the photos, you know, Diggity Dom, DJ Mays, a lot of us went to In-N-Out Burger and things like that. I mean, it was just a lot of fun. And I'm sure that I missed a couple names. Uh, but, you know, we, we keep it 100 miles an hour, slapping hands with everyone and having a damn good time. I think overall the show was amazing. Everything from the big rig that Tanner drove in from the Pacific Northwest all the way down to Dave Shulman debuting the Sequoia, some of us heard some rumblings of it coming, and uh, you know it was a huge splash, so to speak. Acro went hard in the paint, as did RA. No regrets, committed, severed. Uh, negative Campers Camp was off the chart, and everyone in between, right? There's a lot of other clubs. There's a lot of kind of solo folks as well, 
And, uh, man, it was truly amazing. So I don't really know what else to say about the show other than check out our YouTube channel and then check out Brian from Grinder TV. Again, a couple weeks before LST, they dropped their BTS, which is behind the scenes. And it's about a 30-some-odd-minute video showing 2021, all of the efforts that go into putting an event of this magnitude on. And we can't thank Radar, Lonnie, Jared, and the entire uh, staff, the family, the friends, everyone that chips in to make this happen. Again, it is no easy feat. Mark those calendars, August 1st. That's typically when the pre-registration will open up for the following year. Next year will be the 12th annual, and we're excited about that. So I think from a general update perspective, I'm sure I forgot a few things, some debuts, but that was a lot, right? That's a lot of information. And uh, thank you guys for listening to that part. So any other scene updates that I have, I'll cover next week. And the scene updates, as you know, are brought to you by Garage Gear Clothing. Their booth looked amazing at the event. You can go to garagegearclothing.com if you missed out. They've got some new gear, including a wagon on a shirt, an Apache, and so much more. They even have a Ford F-150 from the 80s. Uh, go out to garagegearclothing.com. The number one thing you need to know is it's free shipping in the U.S. All right, now we transition into the key show updates. Um, For the remainder of kind of the next few weeks, uh, we're just going to kind of focus on what's in scope or what are some of our key partners. And what I would tell you is after OBI, the following weekend, we're going to be in the Panhandle, right? So uh, the Mullet Festival Grounds for Sparks in the Park. So the Decorvers, they put on a lot of amazing shows. Uh, Sparks in the Park, 850 on Instagram. They're also on Facebook. We'll be doing an award. It's a great uh, grounds, a lot of coverage in terms of trees. So it's kind of a cool, nice weekend. It does not fall on Easter weekend this year. So come on out, please, if you can. Sparks in the Park, it's Niceville, Florida. It's the first weekend. I think it's the 2nd through the 4th of April. And uh, just know that we'll be out there. We'll be bringing you some, some coverage as well. They're very, very awesome people. Okay, from there, we got Mini Nats, which will be at the end, kind of uh, almost the end of that month. So you'd have to be sleeping under a rock not to know what Mini Nats is. Mini Truck and Nats on Instagram. Of course, they're on Facebook. That is the 28th annual, and it's April 22nd through the 24th in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Lastly, the last couple things I'll mention here from a show perspective is in mid-May, you have uh, DJ Mays mentioned it. Please, if you can, if you're in the area or you want to get away, I know Chuck Dog's going to come on up. Uh, Come on up and gallivant to relax it in the park. It's right there in mid-May, and it's going to be a great time up in Festus, Missouri. So uh, that's on the radar. And then to kind of round out the mid-year, the first weekend in June, you hear at the top all the time, we talk about Mini Truck Showdown. If you look on their Instagram, it's all together, and it's in Vegas June 3rd through the 5th. You can pre-register now. Las Vegas Mini Truck Show, Bally's Hotel and Casino. I know there was um, some talks about you know the continued changes and efforts that they're putting forth because of how much and how quick this show is growing. There's a lot of OGs on the West that I've heard. Uh, some folks have emailed me, some have texted me, and they said, yo, we're going to be there. 
So I think it's it's hopefully a resurgence of shows out on the West Coast. We often hear, man, there's not a lot of shows. You guys are lucky in Florida, things like that. It's crazy how the tides have turned, and we do have so many events here. But if you can, get out and support an event anyway. Maybe take a Friday, make it a long weekend, gallivant out to Vegas. There's plenty of other stuff to do. I've mentioned this before. If you are you know, in the you know, hopes to one day go to SEMA and you want to get your feet wet and go out to Vegas, maybe you've never been, come on out. There's tons of cool stuff to do, like the Mob Museum, tons of casinos, lots of restaurants, lots of shopping. There's plenty to do after you peel away from the show. Mini Truck Showdown, Instagram or Facebook for more information. Tip of the cap to Cody and team. Tip of the cap to Corey and team for what they do. All right, the OLP updates. We did extend the pre-sale for the uh, Real American Hero OBS shirt to uh, this Friday. So uh, what I would ask is... um, the, the sales have been off the chart. People are loving the new design. Uh, if it's payday Friday and you want to get out there, uh, go to ourlifestylepodcast.com, order some merch. Again, uh, it is a pre-sale. We typically have about a two-week lead time after we pay for the order with Graphic Disorder for those uh, shirts to ship. So we certainly appreciate all of the orders, uh, whether you want stickers, hoodies, zip-ups, tank tops, T-shirts. We've got it. Every pre-sale comes with one free sticker, and that's the OLP 4.0 sticker that looks like the G.I. Joe branding. So uh, big ups to everybody, again, that's placed an order. If you can, show some love. We've been giving uh, the most we can for the past six and a half, seven years. Uh, Get on out there and show some support if you can. The last... It looks like the last review we have on Apple Podcasts is Love the Podcast. OLP is what it's about completely. Uh, completely completely lets me enjoy my youth of building minis in the mid-80s for us to rock to. So thank you so much, Mini Life. Really appreciate that. It's D-A-G-O-81. Uh, leave a review on your iPhone if you can. Go to the pre-installed podcast app. Tap on library. Select OLP. Scroll down, 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 all the way down and tap those five stars. If you want to go uh, a step above, you can write a review right there with your thumbs and uh, tap that right in your phone. OLP updates brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. We sold out of every skate deck we had at LST. I know LST sold out as well. If you're a show promoter, maybe you're a small brand, maybe you're someone that wants to put together some awards for your show. Look up Joey Dilworth, just how it sounds. Get decked on Instagram or Facebook. Send him a DM, and Joey always says it goes down in the DM. I want to send a little prayer out to Joey's family. I believe his grandmother passed away. He still made the trek to Lone Star. He had to peel out of town. We wish you all the best in the difficult times, brother. A couple quick Airhead Nation updates that we're going to cut away to Joey and Tom, or Tom and Joey show. Uh, Rory Griffith had posted Bittersweet Day in My Life, the Fab Lab has been a dream, and he basically kind of goes on. Rory, Rory, ST Rory, as we all know him, uh, he goes on to say that the Fab Lab in Vegas has been sold, so he's going to be handing over the keys to the new owner. Uh, Michelle, so Matt's better half from Florida. So excited for them. They're going to have something special this coming weekend, I believe, at Relax It on the Ranch. But Michelle and Matt, um, she had posted, you know, she's bragging about her man, Matt Middleton, and uh, love hanging out with them. They're always good 
uh, fun, and uh, we just always have a very nice time. We're very funny. Ha, ha, ha. Lastly, uh, Paul, uh, he says, well, uh, she is here. Everyone welcome Elaine Rose. My granddaughter is going to be one spoiled baby. So uh, big ups to Paul. And Paul has 4x4 no mo in the Izuzu Space Cab from Idaho. He peels more skins. No, she peels more skins than Idaho Potato, right, like Biggie said. But, dude, big ups to the fam. All of you guys out there, again, may not have mentioned everybody's name that we slapped hands with or hung out with. But I tell you what, LST was one for the record books. I'll be back next year. Take a Friday. Take a Monday if I can. And I will not miss it. We'll gallivant out. Even if you fly in, you'll have a good time. So, with that being said, enjoy this audio with Joey and Tom, the Tom and Joey Show. Stay on the rise, and we'll hit you guys next week, hopefully, with another new episode on Friday. OLP, we got you. Peace. Yo, yo, so as I mentioned, super excited. Not the Tom and Jerry show, but the Tom and Joey. Man, Joey, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long weekend, LST weekend. And Tom, dude, how you been, brother? I mean, you got home, I know, late, but how's everything going so far today? Hey, we're rolling on a couple hours of sleep, but we're doing good. We're still moving, so dude, ready, I, ready for the next one. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, man. I mean, I always joke about Mike having toothpicks in his eyes like the old cartoons, man, but you're you're always running hard, brother. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm about ready to scoot across the world right now as <laughs> get a little bit of sleep tonight and and away we go. Not not fun car show stuff, but um hopefully I'll see some good car people, some mini truckers on the way. Sometimes I, if I get lucky, I get to stop and say hi to some people and uh uh see kind of how that goes. But yeah, yeah, no, we're running, we're moving, so. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, my, my normal shtick is, you know, kind of start off a little bit. And, and Joey, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, Airhead Nation may not know, you know, who is Joey Whitby? Well, so for me, mini trucking started like uh, I, my first truck was a, she- was a Chevy Love, and I had 15 by 10 inch wheels. I grew up near low, with low riders. Okay. And the old school mini truck, you know, where there was no airbags and none of that stuff. Um, and, I went to my first truck run, Rezo 91. Really? And yeah, that was my very first truck run. And we only went because we heard like this big car show and camping and, and like it, it changed my world. Like everything for me changed the day I saw a black body drop Toyota. I believe it was in extreme lows. It had like the stone graphics with, I mean, yep. From what I understand, the truck's now a planter, but I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but that truck changed my life. I went home, I took the wheels off my Chevy Love, put some stock wheels back on it, ripped the torsion bars out, monoleafed it, and got that thing as low as I could without cutting anything, and I've been mini-trucking ever since. Like, Dude, yeah, that's awesome. I, I just can't get away from it. Yeah, can't and, get away from it. And you grew up on the West Coast, right? Yeah, I grew up uh, close to the beaches, but more inwards like San Bernardino, I guess. But I'm born and raised California, so I've, and I've always, you know, what's funny is I grew up around Harley Davidsons. My dad loved Harleys, and I don't know how it happened. I went to cars. 
<laughs> and I never wanted a motorcycle. I wanted a mini truck. I needed a lowered vehicle, something. And, and that's just the way it's kind of played out for the rest of my life. And that's probably how it'll be till the day I die. Yeah. And did, <laughs> were you into like from that era, right? We're similar in age. Like, do you remember the early days, like when skateboarding blew up, right? I mean, seventies into the eighties, but many of us remember the eighties, but do you remember the bike craze and all that stuff? Or were you a part of any of that? Well, just like pretty much every single mini trucker, I was a BMX racer. Nice. I rode BMX. I rode skateboards. I used to race BMX. Like I found an old video my dad recorded of me when I used to race. And I was like, man, I was skinny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old days, man. I know you look back to us in the eighties and stuff. It's pretty cool, man. But yeah. So, I mean, you know, so I mean, you literally just enjoyed probably that whole California vibe growing up and stuff. Yeah. Bodyboarding, skateboarding on the beach, you know, BMX racing. And, and you know, I, I think a lot of the old school mini truckers, I think we all skateboarded and rode BMX or freestyled. Yeah. Because you still did. see like, you know, now we're like in our forties and whatnot. And now we're all trying to find those old school bikes that we used to run on. Like, you know, the GT performers and the, you know, the Haro freestyle bikes and hutches and diamondbacks and all that stuff. Yeah. And the money that we paid for those back then is just a fraction of what they're worth now. <laughs> yeah, ripping the chain guards off and all that stuff that, you know, throwing the pads uh -huh. away and all that stuff is like gold now, which is crazy. But um, I want to I wanna check in with Tom. And Tom, like, you know, I don't know a lot about you. So, like, where did you kind of grow up and what's your little bit of your backstory? Well, you know, I've been in uh, Arizona my whole life, actually. Never lived anywhere else. And kind of around cars growing up. And not really in a mini trucking until probably early 2000s. So I wasn't really around the the old school mini trucking, the old school mini truckers, the, the car show, stuff like that. You know, I, I was a BMX guy. Um, I didn't race. I mean, we just built jumps in their backyard and, yep, yep. you know, try, try not to break our necks, but, um, <laughs> yep. but, and then, you know, of course we were, we were all skinny and fit and, and ready to rock until we got our licenses and we got licensed and our bikes went away and then we get fat and happy. But, yeah. um, <laughs> no, I got, man, I got into, I got into mini trucking, uh, I said early two thousands driving by a guy's house, looked down, looked over me and a buddy of mine. And there's this guy, this whole crew of people outside this garage with the lights on. We stopped down there. Didn't know these people randomly stopped down there and started talking to them. They were getting ready for a car show and, and, and they're working on a little, uh, Ford Ranger and a square body S 10. And, and we said, well, you need some help. And we just stayed and helped them. And they went to the show the next day and we ended up, uh, kind of getting involved in it a little bit. And, and, uh, uh actually that, that, I blame Tim Johnson. He's out of Cali now, but <laughs> most people know Tim. Uh, he's the one that kind of got me all wrapped into all this mess. And <clears throat> and since then, uh, you know, I got into real hardcore. Oh, probably 03, 04. Really got into it. Oh, five, six, seven. Kind of backed out of it in 07, 08. Yep. And went to hot rods, went to rat rods, went to doing different things. And kind of changed, changed career paths and lives and stuff like that. And got into another gig, another job, a career that I was chasing after. And I realized, you know what? I'm working and all I'm doing is working and I'm making, I'm making, money, but all I'm doing is working. What am I going to do? I need to have some fun. Uh, what, you know, what do I want to do? I want to build cars again, something like that. Cause I wasn't, cause my job at that time was taking all my, all, all, all my time. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? There's, there's not one car scene that I don't think you will have as much fun in as you do in mini trucking. Oh Yeah. You you don't just drop your car off at the show and walk away and 
or or pull your chair up and sit there and stare at everybody walking by. <laughs> right. You know, that's not what we do. Yeah, parking lot um, pimping, you know, all that. Oh, you know, man. staying up till two, three in the morning, whether you drink or not. I mean, people are hanging out. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, you know, I've never been much of a drinker myself, but even back in the mini truck days, I was up with the, with the rest of them. We were all going nonstop and just just having a, a great time. You know, um, all the river runs back in the day. You know, Rezo. I went to a couple the last couple of Rezos. Yeah. Um, back in the day. You know, far side and and all you know all the big things happening back in the like I said the the o fours o fives o threes you know those are it was it was big you know we it, mini truck was at, in, at a good size at that point so met a lot of phenomenal people back then that that we uh, we all ran with and and it was it was great you know clubs uh, like uh, you know freaks nature stuff like that hung around those had an old club uh, unlimited creations a lot of people know that one that that was a the club that started cruise to the pines which. Let me rephrase that. Unlimited Creation started Escape to the Pines, which was a car show, and Perfect Poise, John Trevino, created Cruise to the Pines. Wow. So they would cruise up to our car show. Everybody from Phoenix would cruise, meet up, cruise to the car show, and then we'd throw the show. Oh, very so, cool. So, so I was I was a, a, a part of that original car club, and um, so that was kind of cool. So a little little fun with uh, yeah. un, uh, with the Cruise to the Pines. So now I, I do live in northern Arizona. Okay. And that's where Cruise to the Pines is still to this day. So John Trevino and Perfect Poise have done a phenomenal job keeping this that, that show going. And, and hats off to those guys. They put a lot of work in every year to keep that that show going, which has been around. And we all know that show. And so it's really cool to see see it continue to go, you know, just like a lot of you know, yeah. the West Coast you know, or East Coast shows, you know. Yeah, Long and terms. they branched out. I know I want to link up with some of the homies. There's like, you know, the different ver- variations now. I think the same club, obviously, but, um, you know, Cruise of the Pines is, I think, even expanded out. Now they got the Pacific Northwest Cruise and stuff like that. So, correct. I think it's pretty cool. Now, in Arizona, I'm looking at Google Maps. Like, you know, you mentioned yeah. some of the different cities. So, when I, you know, are you up there? Is it uh, Kaibab National Forest, like up in that area? I, I am up uh, kind of between, if you were to say, Flagstaff and Phoenix. Ah, I'm kind of okay. in the middle there. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Got so it. it um, yeah, yep. so kind of right there. So, I get we get all four seasons, but we do get snow. We we get we barely ever get 90 or three-digit heat, so that's nice. We get, It still gets warm, but not terrible. So, <clears throat> but we do get cold here. So, yeah, when I was in Eastbound Get Down visiting, I was complaining <laughs> about the cold, yeah, because – I still don't like the cold, even though I've been here 28 years in, in northern Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I just cannot get used to this cold, I'm telling you. So the one... I'm telling you, you know, oh, LST got us hard, too. I'm sure we'll get into that here soon. But, but, but yeah, no, it's it's great. I love Arizona. I love I love, uh, love living here. I, I don't, you know, see myself moving anytime really soon. But, um, but oh, yeah. mini trucking's a little slow up in northern Arizona. So I go down and hang out with the big boys, you know, down in Phoenix, and, and that's where most of the stuff is happening. Oh yeah, I saw James Cloak. He's the guy that has a level ride air suspension. So I got a question for you because I saw him post this the other day. Since you're from Arizona, yeah. have you ever stood on a corner in Winslow, Arizona? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Famous song, and and there's actually a spot you know that I think there's even a sign saying standing on the corner yes. in Winslow, Arizona. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you come through, you hit the Grand Canyon, and you go stand on the corner. Yep. So there's yep. multiple purposes for standing on the corner. This one is strictly because of the song and the history of Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. We won't talk about the other reasons. And, and Joey, I didn't get a <laughs> chance. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to link up with Mike this week because he's gallivanting. 
with this different stuff, right? But I'm going to ask uh-huh. you the trivia. I mean, the, Joey, it's all hinged on you. I'm going to ask you this trivia question, okay? Uh-oh. All right. So we just Uh-oh. we just mentioned. Okay, players. Now it's time to get serious. Standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona. Do you know uh-huh. what song or who sang that famous song? It's the Eagles who sang the song. Um, Boom. And you don't want to go too wanna, hard. I you want to take, take it easy. You want to take, it, take easy. it easy. Look at that, dude. Yeah. You're scoring. Standing you on a corner. It. Winslow, Arizona. How many women Such you got on your mind? Side to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, dude, Mike dude, was we're talk- selling meat trucks. We're, we're going on tour, guys. Oh, dude, uh, I'm telling you. I'll tell you what, Jason. I'm 100 for 100 on all of your trivia. Questions. Dude, look at that. Bro, <laughs> we might have to bring you in every week because, dude, Mike's been – he's been slacking, Oh, he's calling you guys out. He's calling you guys – he's saying it's too easy. Yeah. Dude. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just old just and I know it. the old school stuff. Yeah, so you don't – so you're you're <laughs> all about no whammies, right? I mean, no whammies. You remember that show? No whammies. Yeah. Big money, big money, big money, no whammy. No whammy, yeah. no buddy. Dude, well, um, you know, Hank's favorite part of that song is when he's, he's got some women on his mind, but he's, he says somebody's trying to loosen his load. I I don't you know, he thinks – I was trying to tell him he means like what Tom does, like with trailers and stuff, but he's like, no, it's a different different meaning. So I was oh, like, it's, whatever. It, it, it's exactly what Hank's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I so, uh, that guy. I can't hang with him. Yeah. I tried to hang with him a little at LST, and yeah. he was getting wild. He was getting yeah. wild, flopping on the floor and stuff like that. I yeah. don't know. He's. Getting... I don't know if you're around at that. It was. It wasn't a pretty scene. But man, that guy bounced up like he was a rubber band. Bounced yeah. up right on his feet, cupping his hand. Man, he didn't even. It didn't even stun him. He Dude. was ready to rock again. Yeah, it was kind of like my dad used to tell me when I was younger. They had the guy in the Olympics, Greg Luganis. And he did like a dive. He was a diver, and he like split his head open. Motherfucker went and got stitches and came back out and was diving again. I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, but yeah. Hank, I think Hank is kind of like the Hank Luganus. Like, he could do those kind of things. But you know, we'll have to oh, get him, we'll have to get him on sometime. But um, before I throw it back over to Joey, though, so Tom, my kind of understanding when you know we slap hands at a lot of shows, and it seems like we just met, but. Yeah. You know, you're no stranger, as you mentioned, to traveling. But what you do, like, you know, um, you have a business that's centered around, you know, maybe towing and or um, taking vehicles to different states and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I own a, a full-blown towing company up in northern Arizona. Um, I think I got about nine trucks up here. And uh, and it's, it's great. I've been blessed. It's, it's treated me very, very well. Good. Uh, originally, my, my dad's company, he wanted to retire. So he called me up. Now I'm sitting in a nice, pretty office, big window, relaxing, feet up yeah. on my desk, having a good old time. He called me. He said, "Hey, you want to come by this company?" I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "Okay." He said, "Well, what? no, I want to retire soon." I'm like, "All right, I'll come talk to you about it." So I did, and and and, and great, great decision. Um, it, it allowed me to open up uh, to more things and more experiences. Um, I do. Like I said, local towing, Arizona towing. Um, I have reached out in the last year or so, and now I have been hauling, doing some state to state, cross country stuff like that. Um, I kind of pick and choose. Yep. Uh, I usually don't do stock vehicles. I uh, most of the time it's people calling me for custom vehicles and you know air vehicles stuff like that that I understand more than just throwing it on a sure. an eighteen car truck and away it goes, having a good old time bouncing oh, around. Wow. Um, so, so I've been doing that and, I, and it's been great. It's been treating me real well. I've been tre- get to see a lot of stuff. Never traveled as a kid. We didn't have any money growing up, so we never even got to go anywhere. So, so it was, it's, it would turn out to be a, uh, a deal where I can 
travel around and see the country and experience different things in different states and and uh, meet some people that you know we've all talked to people just online you know like like me and you you know yep. we've been able to catch each other at a couple car shows but but i've been able to see you multiple times and and the reason for that is because i get to i get to run around and, and transport cars like eastbound get down you know i uh scheduled it all up so i could be in florida while that show was coming so i could come down hang out with you guys you mike murray and of course chad luke hanging out you know for the whole weekend uh mike barsha and all the the MC guys over there. So, um, and absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So it gives me that opportunity so I can, I can, I can move around and do some things and see new things. So it's, it's been fantastic. Yeah. And if someone wants to get a hold of you, I know on Instagram, it's toys, T O Y S number four, Tommy, but, uh, on Facebook or business wise, should they look up anything? If they do have a custom and have moved. Um, yeah, most people can find me on the bag sites and stuff like that. Tom, cool. just Tom Jenkins. Tom Jenkins. Um, so yeah, pull me up on there. You can get me on a Instagram. That's fine too. Uh, either way, they're they're fine. But yeah, uh, Toys for Tommy is my Instagram. So if you guys want to need need that, if that's easier, go ahead. If not, Facebook works out. And yep. I'm in and I'm posting most of the thing, most of the group. So I, I'm I'm oh, always yeah. saying something dumb. So oh yeah. So so Joey, you know, thinking back, you know, we kind of talked about a little bit of your history, which goes back, you know. Not trying to make you feel old, but three decades, man. Pretty cool stuff, right? In my book. Means you've been yeah. doing you've been doing it a long time. So, you know, kind of fast forward, right? So you and I met, I'm sure you met a lot of people now because of this truck. We all know it as Relax Taco, painted by Eric Coleman, rest in peace. Talk to us a little bit about the manifestation of how this deal came about. Did you see it online? Like tell tell us how you found it and how you ended up acquiring this masterpiece of a truck. Okay, so in 2011, I was at the Ardenoise Car Show, and this truck was present. It was there, and uh, a guy named uh, Andy uh, took it out and showed it off with his booth. He owns House of Sound out here in Arizona, and I was just like, man, that truck is just gorgeous. Like, too scared to even walk up to it because it was just so beautiful. Um, took a bunch of pictures of it. And just kind of went on my way, you know. And then a couple years ago, two, three years ago, um, I went to Andy and I said, hey, whatever happened to uh, that graphic out Toyota that you took to the Ardenoy show? And he's like, farmer's truck? And I was like, yeah. Oh, he still has it. I'm like, well, you think he'd sell it? And he's like, I don't know, probably. So he gave me his phone number and I hit him up. And I talked to him a little bit about it, you know, and uh, I had gotten into a car accident and I was going to come into a settlement. Mm -hmm. So I told Farmer, I said, hey, I got some money that's going to be coming my way. When it does, I'll hit you up and, you know, let's talk numbers on the truck. This is no problem. Well, after I got my settlement, um, I used to have a double cab. That's how actually Chad and I met, Chad Luke. Okay. Was because of the double cab. I think he mentioned it on his last interview a couple yep. of weeks ago. Yep. And I'm sitting here and I got a pocket full of money burning a hole in my pocket, calling these shots because I want to get my truck done. And everybody, because of COVID, everybody was, you know, a year out, two years out and didn't have time. I said, you know, what? I'm just going to find something else. So I'm looking around and I'm looking at full sizes and import cars. And I'm like, I'm not in, I'm not one of them. I want a mini truck. Yep. Yep. So I was like, Oh yeah. Farmer. So I reached out to the farmer and said, Hey, can I come up and look at the truck and, you know, talk with you about it? 
my favorite part of going up there to see the truck, mm-hmm. um, I drove up his long driveway, <laughs> and I had my son with me. And my son, he's following suit. He's a mini trucker, just like his dad. And, you know, I believe you met him, Tyler. Mm-hmm. You remember meeting him at Scraping the Coast? Yep. Around the corner, and there's the truck in all its glory, laid out, doors open, hood open, and my son's jaw just dropped. He's like, wow. He goes, Dad, what are you doing with that? I said, well, if we're lucky enough, we're taking it home. Hell yeah. I talked numbers with him, and two days later, I'm the owner of Relax Taco. Yeah, so we're talking the last couple years. Roughly, was it like 2020 or when you picked it up or 2021? Um, I bought it right when COVID started. So yeah, what did that? February, March like, of right 2020, when it I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why I bought this truck. It's not like I can take it anywhere. There's no car shows. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so you, you basically acquire, it's Jason, it was Jason Friedman, right? He also known as Farmer. Correct. June 2007 cover truck, right? So we all know it as Relax Taco. Uh, rest of the piece, as I said, Eric Coleman, who painted this masterpiece. The truck, you know, oftentimes when you either get one of two things, you either get a truck that's haggard, that's been, uh, you know, not taken care of, or I think in your case, you get a truck that maybe had sat a little while, right? But but keep me honest, it was an overall good condition. You know, a few little things you got to do, but what was the condition of it? The truck was, you know, I mean, 20 years, you know, it's been driven. Um, it's it sustained a lot of damage, mostly through a trailer from rocks flying up on the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to this day when I trailer it, it still gets a rock tip just from the stupid trailer. Mm-hmm. Overall, I mean, the truck was, if the, on a scale of 1 to 10, it was probably a nine. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, it was in great condition. And, you know, to be honest with you, I did not know much history on this truck. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know Eric Coleman painted it. Yep. I knew it was on the cover of Mini Trucking, but I didn't know it was on the cover for top 10 best paint jobs. And, you know, Eric Coleman did it. I didn't even know. Like, there was things about this truck that I didn't even know about. I didn't yeah. realize that what I was getting my hands on, you know, like, this truck honestly turned my life around. Yep. Well, that's great. And completely and, turned it around. Yeah. And a fun fact is it was actually the second cover that Ernie shot that, um, that he was credited for. So, um, you know, if you think about, you know, Ernie shot April 07 was his first cover. And then you have this one, June 07, which is also, you know, rest in peace to Ernie. But I want to jump back yes. over to you in a minute and talk more about it. But, you know, Tom, when you think about, you know, kind of the same situation, right? Um, you know, my understanding, and I don't know the whole story. That's why I love doing the podcast. Talk to us a little bit about how Far From Losing ends up landing, you know, um, you know, in your corner, so to speak. Yeah, no, of course. So I, I, we play with a lot of mini trucks in my, my shop here at the tow yard. We don't have an automotive shop. We just build our own stuff. And, uh, and my crew, my crew is all mini truckers mainly. Oh, nice. um, They build it. There, yeah. So my drivers are painters, fabricators. I mean, they, that's the, the, every one of them has their own little talents. So, so we always bring the trucks in and play with them, have fun with them, and and you know, keep them selling whatever, whatever I decide to do with it after yep, that. Some, yep. I, some I keep, some I sell, whatever. And it was just getting to the point where it's like, you know what? I want something that's next level, um, that's that's has history. So I started learning more of the history of these trucks. Because uh, I wasn't in mini trucking when all you guys were in in the you know the nineties and stuff like that, so you, I didn't grow up into to to learn the, and be around for the history of these mini trucks. So right. when you have all these mini trucks that were around, 
you know, relaxed taco, last look, uh, freak show. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on. Right. I didn't know any of these. I didn't know what these trucks were. Right. I, I knew, I knew a couple trucks because they keep popping up. So it's like, okay, well that's cool. And, and started kind of talking more about it, trying to learn it, uh, became good friends with Fester. Uh, Fester, of course, he has an amazing collection, and yep. and he's doing his thing over there and uh, taking care of the mini, the, the real epic ones, and and he's he's just a great guy, really great guy, and he kind of he's been kind of teaching me, you know, a couple things. I'll ask him a question. Well, what about the, you know? So it got to the point where it's like, wow, I need I want something that has some history in mini trucking, but also has something history to me. So mm-hmm. I don't want just any mini truck. So I'm out. I'm out. I told myself I'm going to go buy a mini truck and. I want something that's more done. I want a done one, but I want something with history. I want meaning. I want more than just a truck. Mm-hmm. So honestly, there's two trucks in mind that was on my mind thinking, okay, these are the trucks that I, I want to chase after. Of course, one of them was Time Machine, yep. which uh, Charles Armstrong did a lot of the work to Time Machine, the revamp of Time Machine, uh, in my town. His oh, shop right, right, when he was town. there. Yep, yep. Yes, when he was here. Now, this is... Back in the day, oh two, oh three, what yeah. somewhere in there, oh four, right? Yep, yep. And so I got to cruise with with him. So we used to go to the, go to that um, his his shop, open, you know. Well, let's all come in there. We all hang out. I have little cruises there. Have, you know, it was, it was a great time. We all went out cruising, great, you know, dragging around town and stuff like that. And so that one kind of hit me as one that had some some personal connection too. Mm-hmm. And I, I I looked into that one a little bit. Uh, it's currently not for sale right, right um so i said well the, maybe the second one and the second one was far from losing and don't get me wrong i didn't know the name of it yep yep because most people know it as a vw motor truck exactly and that's what most people do so, know it as so far from losing for a lot of people that don't know it by name it is the 85 toyota vw rear engine tilt bed 96 tacoma front clip on it i believe and i think it's 96 and it's always up on display, so you can't miss a truck. Uh, for some people that don't know the name of it, because the name is Far From Losing. So a lot of people didn't know that, which is Far From Nugan, the, pres- the pleasure of driving. They changed it to Far From Losing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so it kind of popped in my mind. Hey, that's a good truck. I remember this truck. There's a main reason why this truck pops in my head of a truck that I want to own. Because when I first seen this truck, I believe it was on display, and I... In, in like 04, it was completely done at this time. And I walked around the corner and I, you know, I, uh, you know, in a, in a, at a car show and it was sitting there up on display. I'm like, holy crap, what is that thing? That's wild. Mm-hmm. I did not even walk up to it and I kept walking because I couldn't comprehend it. I couldn't <laughs> comprehend what all was going on. Right. It was a lot. So I continued to walk on. Later on, I got to see the truck more. Of course, it was built here in Arizona. Um, it was built by Lyon Brent, father or son, uh, and they built it all in their in their garage shop at home. They did everything but the graphics and the interior, which I don't know who did the interior, so I apologize for not saying who did that. But I know Gooby did the graphics on it, which I met with him and talked to him and tried to find all the history on the truck. So, so anyways, that was a truck I decided. That's a truck. That's the one. Yeah. No, I mean it is amazing, man. Yeah. So I I, I actually. Got with Fester, and I said, hey, that was for sale. I know it was. He's like, yeah, you know, I know it was, too. Let's see if we can find the ad and see who owns it. And lottie, 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 you know. And we found it sitting up in Ohio in a garage for the past 12 years. Wow. So, luckily, we were able to find the first sale ad. I got a hold of the gentleman that owned it. 
Timothy Compton was the owner of it at the time. I believe he took it to one show in 12 years. Yeah. And that was, I think, 19, 19 drop and destroyed. So Yeah, and that was at the penitentiary. So it's like, yep. Yeah, it's like, God, this truck needs to be out. This truck needs to be seen. I remember when I first seen it and my reaction, and I think this truck needs to be back out on the scene. And and I tell you, this, this has to be the truck. This is the one. So anyways, I talked to him. Took a little run up to Ohio, which you know me doesn't matter anymore because I go all over the world, and end up was able to bring the truck home. And Excellent. and I remember I remember getting home and and Joey and uh, Tyler and and Fester his wife they all came up to Prescott and we, as I unloaded it and we got to check it out and it was just the truck is was just in awe and that's and the best thing is a lot of you guys have seen it lately here at some of the local shows of course we went to Slam Fest that is the first show. Um, I showed it back in. That was like a welcoming back to me sh- show. Mm-hmm. Um, we we waited until it, we, it was a right show because that truck deserved a big show to come back. Yeah, it needed it needed to be enough people there to really see what the truck is. Yeah, indoor, uh, so, full display, all that. Yep. Now, um, absolutely. Yeah, he was really itching to show this truck. He's like, "Well, what if I show it here?" Oh well, man, it's Slam Fest. Wait for Slam Fest. Yep. <laughs> imagine imagine going to a car show with one of your little. Your little, let's just say, run around town mini trucks while that thing is in your garage sitting there. It is <laughs> right. not easy. Yeah. It is not easy. <laughs> but we did it. And Joey, Joey yelled at me a couple times, slapped me probably once or twice. Um, <laughs> but we did not, we did not show it. We saved it for Slam Fest. Jonathan Hopkins helped me out, got me set up so we could do a spot. We kept it a secret the whole time. I think the Thursday before this show started, I think Jonathan finally put a little teaser out saying, do you guys know this truck? Of course, everybody popped in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know, we know it. You know, so so that was, uh, it alerted everybody. Yeah. You started seeing people. Wow, I haven't seen this truck. I've never seen it in person. Oh, I've only seen it in magazines. Well, I remember back in 2005, it was at this show, and um, it was just insane. It, it, you know, people, hey, I wasn't going to come, but now I'm on my way. I saw that. I'm like, really? You guys are coming all, you know, just to, to go to the show, and they were not even from Florida, not all of them. They are from states around. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, it was great, so... Uh, went to Florida, showed it off the first time. Didn't quite know what I was getting myself into. Didn't expected some, you know, hoo ha type of thing, but nothing like that was. It was it was unbelievable the the response from the people, the 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 comments, people talking to me about it, telling me their stories when they seen it. I can't believe it's here. I had a, a, a older gentleman and his old, you know older son. I, I swear they were almost in tears standing there looking at it. And I remember the sons of dad, can you believe we're sitting here looking at this man? And that hit, that hit me. He's like, wow, like this is, this is more, this is, this is that more than a truck. This is that one. This oh, is yeah. it. You know, like I found, I found the truck that is, is, is doing what I, what I was looking for because I wanted something more. And, um, I realized at that point, I really did that. It's this, is this is a responsibility. I mean, that I just, I just got into. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's sick, and I want to talk more about it. Um, Far from losing yeah. was the fifth of the sixth subculture trucks on the cover. Uh, Wes Allison was actually, believe it or not, it was his fiftieth truck that he shot. Uh, and I'll talk more about him as a contributor to the magazine as a freelancer. But I mean, he was one of the best photographers they ever had. You know, in terms of mm-hmm. his covers and things like that, and uh, you know, for him to shoot that many. But th- that's one of the cool things that the truck lives on because. It um, a lot of people hadn't seen it. It's it's a uh, mm-hmm. you know I always said you know one of the baddest trucks built you know uh, the the graphics under the cab and and just some of those things that mm-hmm. you know yeah. some people dreamed of doing 
um, you know, they were able to do. But I want to come back in a minute and talk to you about maybe some of the things that you had to do. But um, Joey, when you think about, you know, some of the things like Tom was talking about, right? You know, Tom yeah. ends up, you know, you guys are good buddies, right? And and you know, you're he's going to shows and stuff. But you you've also had a pretty good run so far in the short amount of time that you've had a relaxed talk taco. Talk to us a little bit about maybe some of the events that you've been able to attend. So, I would say uh, Scraping the Coast is, is you know, the show that really, really brought the spotlight to the truck. Um, you know, when Greg Miller, you know, rest in peace, hit me up about the truck, says, you know, hey, I want to put your, your, your truck on the shirt. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, do I have to take the truck, though? He says, yeah, you have to bring the truck out. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, like, I'm all pumped up, and, like, he sends me uh, the first rendering of the truck. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then, uh, you know, and then all the other shirts are popping up, and, I'm, and I message him. I'm like, hey, are you still putting the truck on the shirt? And he's like, yeah. I said, all right, well, I better pre-reg then. And uh, believe it or not, Tom and I, right before scraping the coast tom and i have you know gone to different shows together and we've slapped hands and tom tom was going to go to scraping the coast with me but he was unable to do to do to work yep yep and he was actually he was going to trailer my truck out mm -hmm. uh for me but he had to do work so i went ahead and you know i i locked and loaded the truck and headed out to florida you know prior to that though I was at uh, Mini Truck Showdown, the first one in Vegas yes. last year. Yeah, our brother Corey. And, and Greg Miller sent me the rendering, the new rendering of the truck. And I saw it was with Chad Luke's double cab. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so excited. I messaged Chad. And I'm like, dude, we're on the shirt together. He's like, I know, bro. You know, and I'd only message back and forth with Chad, you know, talking about the double cab and stuff. So when the final print of the shirt was out and Greg Miller uh, advertised it for the show, I'm like, I'm going. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm going. Yes. So um, I actually took a leave of absence from work right before that show so I can start doing car shows further out of Arizona. But wow. Scraping the Coast is the one that opened all doors for me. It brought Tom and I closer. It introduced me to Chad Luke <clears throat> and, you know, introduced me to you and Mike Murray, Sean Rose, uh, Jason, uh, DJ Mays. Yes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Dominic brought me closer to Ron Perkins. Like, it brought me so close to everybody. Like, and it, it, it keeps doing this for me. Every time. Tom and I show up somewhere, more and more people are excited to see Relax Taco and Far From Losing. We actually, Tom and I both get messages all the time. Hey, bring your truck to my show. Bring your truck to my show. Bring your truck to, and like, it's a little overwhelming, but right, I'm right. enjoying it for the people that we get to meet, you know, the bonds that we get to create together. Nothing, there's nothing more exciting than loading my truck in the trailer, sitting underneath Far From Losing, and hitting the open road and going to the next car show. Yep. And, you know, sharing these trucks with everybody. Yeah, that, that's a cool thing, right, Tom? Because if you think about, you know, what you were kind of even saying and piggybacking off of what Joey's saying there, 
you know, the amount of folks, you guys are kind of in a similar boat, but even far from losing, you know, arguably it's, it probably went to, you know, way less shows than even Relax Taco. But the neat thing is, you know, Relax Taco, you know, this is 15 years ago. It's on the cover, you know, far from losing November 04. Um, you, you must just get an amazing response like you were kind of saying, Tom, with the truck being at different events. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The people are amazing. And like, like Joey said, I mean, we, we've, the, the people we've met, the new friendships we met is, is phenomenal. Like, like slam fest. God, I can't, I can't tell you, tell you the people, um, we, we've become friends with and from clear across the United States. I mean, let's be honest, we're way over here and, and these people, um, it's just, they just stop and they'll do anything for us. And, you know, we were in street truck magazine, uh, for the slam fest issue. And we had, you know, uh, Richard Lopez, Kelly, when and got us magazines and mailed them to us because you guys get them first. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, I mean, it's just phenomenal. You know, we have, it's just the people we've met just, you know, as we go from show to show, I mean, we've hit quite a bit now um, from Florida to Texas. We've, uh, we, before Far From Losing, we did go up to Oregon um, with, with Relaxed to show it up there. Um, and, um, you know, of course, some miscellaneous shows here and there throughout uh, Arizona. But um, the response is amazing. The people are, are great. You know, Chad, you know, meeting Chad Luke, of course, uh, a good buddy now. Um, a little bougie, but he's good. Right, he's right. Good buddy. <laughs> um, you know, um, but he wears sandals when he drives his Toyota um, with socks. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you know, like, you know, Ron Perkins. and But we do run into some bad people. Let's just sure. be honest real quick. I mean, we, there is Hank. Right. And I mean, he's yeah. influencing us to do bad things. Right. <laughs> right, but so you know, I'm trying not to drink, and he just keeps throwing that cup in my face. And, yeah, and it's just tough. But but majority, he's a good guy at heart. You know, he's just a little wild side. But um, but you know, there's and 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 speaking of Hank, you know, I almost had my own Hank. Me and Joey have our own Hank, our our, our own little wild child friend here. Uh, you know, Jeremy Harris that runs with us. Yeah, um, most of you guys, a lot of people think it's Jeremy's truck because he's always down there washing and wiping and cleaning. And man. That guy, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this guy. He comes with us to the shows. He helps me set up. You know, far from losing is a chore. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. Love the truck, man. Is it, is it work to set that guy up? Uh, but you know, she, she gets all. We get her all set up. Jeremy comes in, helps me out. Move, you know, he's a detail freak. I mean, um, but you know what? He doesn't hesitate. He doesn't hesitate. He's a, he's a great guy. Um, he runs around with his shirt off, doing cartwheels. Uh, he's just he's 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 our Hank, okay? Right, so, right. So um, he usually has a Modelo in his hand, no matter where he goes. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> you know, he's underneath one hand wiping, one hand drinking his Modelo. Yeah, there's no shirt, no shoes. I mean, he's just sometimes he, he, that's, cut, that's off Jeremy, you know? short, cut off jean shorts. Cut off jean shorts. Oh, that's absolutely, kind of... yeah, 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 yeah. We had to we had to make him get rid of the Daisy Dukes, but other than that, we've been all right. But but you know what? And 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 like I said, and it's become a it's become a friendship between us. And and I'll I don't. I want to make sure that, you know, that gets said because the friendship that we have came together with between me, Jeremy and Joey, um, between, because of these trucks and it, I, you can't replace it. These trucks are great. We love the trucks. We love going to these shows. We love the trophies, but man, the friendships and the times and the memories that we've had been making with each other and, and everyone around us that chooses to be around us. Um, oh man, you can't, you can't put, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. Absolutely not. No, never. Yeah, and it's ironic because so, um, earlier in the episode I was talking about kind of the same thing. And all, although our friend Ronnie, you know, he coined it over at C10 Talk with the, you know, the trucks are cool, but the people are cooler. 
you know, my whole spin off that was also like I truly believe, as you guys know, we're, we all have different situations, jobs, careers, money, things like that. But we all agree that the scene is better when people go to the shows and, and, and you know, the people, the builders that build these cool trucks. And let's be honest, not everybody maybe appreciates like I do. There's folks like you guys that have had this unique opportunity. I know Jeff Gardet as well in the East Upper um, Northeast, you know, have this unique opportunity, as you mentioned, Fester earlier as well, to own a yeah. piece of history. Whereas maybe a guy gets to a different point in his life. He had a, he, you know, he was running hard and then he goes, you know what? I, I'm in a different place. So I'm going to sell, you know, relaxed uh, taco or far from losing. So to me, it, the, it allows for these vehicles uh, for the next, for their legacy to continue. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, and you, and you're right on that because to continue the legacy, um, sometimes one person can only go so far. Sometimes their means can only take that truck so far. So when you get somebody else that can take care of that legacy, and let's be honest, there's some that don't, and they drive them and and they disappear. We you know we've lost a lot of good uh, good mini trucks to that. But you find the people that take care of these trucks and and absolutely. So we have to take care of these trucks, and and we need the people to to take care of these trucks, and we can't. You can't build this this history right away. This is something that over time, you know, now, now, yeah, a lot of the trucks that are being built today will be epic trucks down the road. You know, Chad Luke's Toyota, let's be honest, it's going to be an epic truck down the road in, in, in so many years. It's going to be it's going to be that truck. But for now, this is what we have. So if we take care of these and and, and they're going to continue to teach that next generation and next generation. So the styling that we had back in the day and that we could continue that and bring in some trucks that have this now same graphic style on them that is c- kind of coming from that early years uh really really have been showing up at all the shows so this this early mini truck and uh, style has has really been saved i think i really think we've all saved it uh, everyone in, in whole and and buying these trucks and continuing to c- take care of them and you know it's it's a lot of work on its own let's be honest you know this i know you guys touched back in a in the uh the interview with chad you know about ooh buying and you know, bought, not built or built, not bought, blah, 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 blah. Hey, like you said, you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get rid of one truck to build another. Yeah. Where's that truck going to go? Let's, yep. let's, t- let's make it go to somebody that maybe is in a different spot that can't build it or hey, doesn't want to build it or is looking for something special that's already built to continue that legacy of it. Um, Hey, nothing wrong with bought, nothing wrong with built. Um, I bought some, I built some, it is what it is. Um, there's nothing wrong with it either, but let's, let's make sure that whatever trucks do have that history that, that we take care of them. Let's keep them rolling. Let's keep the history going. Let's, let's continue the, the history lessons of what we, what many started mini trucking and stuff like that. Cause I wasn't there. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. writing the lesson. I'm, I'm a student. Yep. I love it. Before I kick it back to Joey, Tom, I want to ask you this. I kind of hinted earlier, you know, a lot of well said things there. Like I'm like, dude, I'm taking notes. I'm like, dude, like you mean you get it right. I, and I appreciate that. The question I have for you is, so I've heard of a couple other trucks, I can't disclose them, that are going to be coming back out that have been out, you know, been out of the circuit for a long time, right? But I'm always yeah. curious, and I'm sure the Airhead Nation is as well, when you end up buying this truck that had been sitting, right? Yeah. I'm not a mechanic, but, you know, I can get my hands dirty and stuff. Was it as easy as just going, hey, clean out the fuel system, rebuild the carb? You know, what, what were the few things that you had to do to get this thing fired back up, or did it just fire right up? Well, you know, on, on far from losing, um, I, I will say it was easy. It was ready to go. 
Wow. You know, um, good. The, far from the, the original builders took very, very good care of Far From Losing. It was not driven. It had 8.9 miles on it when I had got first got wow. it. So it was very well taken care of um, to the point where it was just pushed in a trailer, pulled out of the trailer. That's what it was. Um, the gentleman before me that went to Ohio, it sat in his garage, and he went outside, and he wiped it down, and he cleaned it up. He, he changed the fuel out, changed everything out every so often, made sure it was fresh, ready to go. Back it back in the garage. Um, I got I got lucky with Far From Losing. It was very well taken care of and preserved to um, to be the truck that it is today. As everyone sees it on display, just as much as, let's just say, LST that we were just at. A lot of that's how I got it. I've done a few little things, um, but that truck is in phenomenal shape because of how it was taken care of. Um, not Unfortunately, not every truck is like that. Um, you know, I've I purchased a Shondell build, uh, my black four-seater Roadster, 92 Toyota extended cab. You know, it's one that I have to go through. Um, it, it's been past hands and bought back and forth. And so now you have to go through, you know, so, so with far from losing, I was able to really, it was a jewel of a truck. I, I, it really was it. When you talk about a time capsule, <clears throat> it was a time capsule and which, which is, is funny to say it like that because it was so ahead of its time when it came out in 04 in full display that it was a time capsule to today, right? But today, here it is. And, and with all respect to everybody else, it's 20 years old and is still winning best of show trophies, which is, which is unbelievable that that truck being what it is, is still going strong today and doing what it, what it's been doing its whole life. Um, it just took a break. It just took a break, but, but no, it's, I got lucky with that one. It's in phenomenal shape. The people before me took very good care of it. Yeah. And I'm doing my best to do the same, man. I tell you, it's not easy. It, it owns me. I don't own it. I promise. Oh, yeah. And, Joey, I'm coming back to you in a sec, but my statement on, you know, far from losing, and I said this a long time, I mean, since I first saw it in the magazine, uh, again, a subculture truck back in those days, but um, it arguably, and listen, we all, you know, we all like different colors. We all like different color trucks, all this but I've always said, arguably, it is one of the baddest built trucks, not only for the craftsmanship. You know, I think it's one, off the top of my head, it's one of two cover trucks that has a rear engine in it. Um, so that's mm-hmm. that's a huge, amazing mod. You know, the engine bay is insane. You know, the graphics under the cab, you know, the tube frame, you know, what, however you want to say it. Uh, the tilt bed, yeah. underneath the bed. I mean, it's such a clean truck. But also, some people, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, you know, where's your truck? Where's your truck? And some of these trucks, like I'm, you know, I'm pretty obsessive too over things. And I kind of go, you know, I'm the type of guy that likes to have a pair of shoes to say, hey, tw- they've been sitting in the box 20 years. Well, hopefully they haven't disintegrated because we've seen what, you know, that happens. But, but you know, mm. in all seriousness, like, you know, I wanted to be able to have a truck to say, hey, like 10 years later, 20 years later, be able to come out and people go, wow, it still looks really good. Um, and that's what this truck is. So, like, I, I encourage people, although, you know, we always say, hey, go to shows and stuff, you know, this is a perfect example of one that, hey, maybe not everyone saw it back then. We saw it in the magazine, but now yeah. it's living on, the legacy's living on. So, you know, I just look at it and say the time capsule piece does work out to the benefit in some cases like this one. There's going to be another one coming, and I can't wait till everyone sees it. It's not my truck, but it's going to be yeah. pretty cool. But, There's a few um, coming out. I've, been, I've, heard, I've heard some rumors myself, so yep. it'd be cool to see what comes out so we can keep it going. Oh, yeah. Now, Joey, you know, talking about, you know, the run that you've been on, right, and, you know, the success yeah. that you've had and, you know, rest in peace, like you said, Greg, you know, I know Greg was so excited to see the truck there. You know, he told me about it. And, um, you know, what do you, what does your future hold, right? Because, I mean, you got a job that's flexible. 
I know you've established you, you love going to shows. You know, do you, you know, kind of expand out, hit a few more shows, and just continue to enjoy the truck with your son? I, I will continue to enjoy the truck for as long as I can. The truck, there's no, there's no immediate plans for this truck to change hands. Yep, yep. Um, I've had offers and I've turned them down. I do not want this truck to leave my hands. As I was telling you earlier, I think this truck was put in my hands for a reason. You know, uh, the truck is previously a relaxed atmosphere truck. Um, that's how the name was dubbed relaxed taco. And I, I'm currently petitioning relaxed atmosphere because I want the truck to stay in its roots. Mm -hmm. You know, I want it to, I want to put the original back window back in that still has the relaxed atmosphere logo. Oh, wow. So I'm earning my way up to hopefully one day be able to put the original back window back in this truck. And, you know, when, when I bought the truck, I couldn't take the license plate off. Oh, right. Cause it has that inner tub deal. Right. And there was no way to take the, the license plate off. So I got a hold of uh, Jason's dad and asked him to sign the plate over to me. And I still have the, that's the original plate. It was registered with in 99 when the truck was bought brand new and everything is still was original on the truck. When I got it, you know, you know, you talk about low mileage trucks. This truck had 8,300 miles on it when I bought it. A 99 Tacoma with 8,300 miles. Insane. <laughs> Find another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Colorado you know I mean? Custom. And, and I, and I remember it still has a Colorado Custom steering wheel on it. Well, I, I actually put that one on. It had a bad steering wheel on there. Ah, okay. That I didn't feel like it. It didn't flow with the truck. Yep, yep. And I wanted to, you know make my own little touches i put a bad inferno wheel on it and you know it's the it has the flame style but it still wasn't enough for me and then i got my hands on the colorado customs and it suited the truck perfectly yep it looks and, good and you told and me that's at, the steering wheel. yeah and you told me at lst when we were walking around uh you know there's a couple little interior things like little things you're you're kind of doing to kind of bring it back but nothing you know too too extraordinary right i mean you're trying to keep the roots of it right right so like it, it had a glass shifter handle in it and it, it was really hard to shift the truck with that it kept getting hung up on the center console i still have the glass but i put a stock shifter back in it because my son bought me a skull knob that would go on the truck and I have a tight bond with my son, so I wanted that shift knob in that truck as, a, you know, a momentum from my son because he loves this truck as much as I do. I still haven't let him drive it, though. <laughs> he gets mad at me because I won't let him drive it. Got it. Yep. You know, um, it still has the blown glass through the center console. Um, I do have to get one of those repaired because, you know, 20 years, man, nothing lasts forever. Yep. That's so for sure. I found another guy that was able to uh, make another ball, and I'm going to replace the broken one. But, you know, and, and then all the stuff that I've done under the hood, just I'm trying to make the truck mine without changing the overall appearance of the truck. Yep. You know, and there was, you know, like I said, there was some damage to the truck already previously to me and rock chips. And I, I you know, I wanted to find somebody to help me that that was good enough that could paint this truck without changing it or ruining yeah, the what's original there? look of the truck. 
Yeah, because the core is there. You know, it's like I mean, it would right. be it was kind of like with crew cut when you know the team there, Richard Rawlings' team at the time said, "Hey, look, we you know we can't repaint this. It's a famous truck and that type of thing." You know, maybe some touch up here and there, but also arguably some would say, "Hey, it has character." You know, it has that little bit. You know, granted, if you got a full blown yes. show truck, you don't want to have the nicks and stuff, but you know, you do drive this truck, right? I mean, I think there is there's levels to this stuff, and like far from losing is something that we would all agree is like a full-blown show truck, you know, like something that's going to be up in the air at a lot of shows and stuff. And then you've got a truck, and arguably, like, a lot of us have nice trucks, but, you know, it's maybe a little bit lower in the level. Not to say, again, you know, no disrespect, but it's a truck that you can maybe just have touched up, and that's all you would need, right? Right. And I I found a guy, uh, Matt Hutchison. Oh, yeah. He he touched it up for me, and, and... you can't even tell anywhere it was touched. Anywhere. He did not ruin anything overall in the truck. I mean, he did an amazing job. He still has a couple more things that I want fixed that was already done. But he he was honored that I asked him to do this to the truck. Awesome. You know, and you know, like, you know, with Tom with owning Far From Losing and, you know, the truck still you know, reigning supreme out there, you know, taking best of show and stuff. You know, my paint job's 20 years old. And when I tell people this truck was painted 20 years ago, they're like, no way. I go, yeah, it's painted 20 years ago. And, you know, it's a lot of work to make sure that these trucks stay in the condition they were 20 years ago. You know, putting the right polishing on it. You know, washing, you know, keeping it clean, putting a cover on it. You know, I regretted, and you know, I wish it didn't rain so much. I didn't mean regret, but I wish it didn't rain so much this past weekend because I hated having the cover on my truck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sitting next to your booth and all covered up like, hey, what's that? Oh, it's a surprise. (laughs) You just wait. (laughs) Well, it's that's why I tell people it's an invisible truck so you don't have to register your truck to go to a show and you save money, right? I mean, like Wonder Woman style. You know what I mean? The invisible vehicle but let me get on on that i need to try that one yeah it's been a pleasure talking with you guys um tom i want to throw it back to you you know we've had some great conversations over the course of time you know me as a mini trucker i you know appreciate your friendship and seeing you and you know you always show love and you know you've got this great run you got a good business and you know you're you're doing your own thing but um you know maybe any last words or anything that we maybe didn't touch upon that you wanted to share you know um yeah, just, just, I mean, I just go back to the, the point of, you know, just what we're doing and what, what these trucks bring to us and, and the, the joy and the happiness and, and the people we get to meet, the friends we have. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. These these trucks have given us a lot far from losing and Relax Taco and, and all the other trucks that are out there if, if they're an epic truck or, or just one you're building in your garage. I mean, they really, they're bringing us all together in, in, in a time where we really need that. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're meeting, we're meeting new people and meeting new friends, and and we're really all coming together to enjoy this. It ain't about who wins what trophy, and no, the jealousy is not there like it used to be back in the day that I remember. It's strictly, we're here together. We're here doing this together. We're, this is this is this is a lifestyle we're living, and we're gonna keep living this, and we're gonna keep it strong, and and uh, yeah, we're just keep moving on with it. Real deal, man. Well said. And, you know, Joey, I know you're also like Tom, you know, you're a big supporter. You and I have talked, you know, many times and, you know, I've got a chance to, to get to know you, got a chance to see you at SEMA. By the way, both of you guys had your trucks out there supporting 
uh, the pre-party. I know Freaks have a big, uh, you know, it's kind of yeah. their deal, so that was great. And then that's the prelude to the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. So thank you guys for both coming out there. But, you know, uh, you also, Joey, you had Georgia sitting in your truck now. Now, Ooh. I mean, I think the value, <laughs> I I think, I think the oh, value has increased, right? I mean, <laughs> and I saw the smile, the grin ear to ear that you had. But, um, you know, she's doing a great thing in her scene, right? Uh, she's out there hustling. Yeah. But, um, man, is there anything else maybe that we didn't hit on that you wanted to share since, you know, you've been such a, a great listener and great supporter like Tom has? Well, you know, it, it, it's been an honor to meet everybody in my path and everybody that I continue to meet in this path that Tom and I are, you know, on, uh, you know, sharing the, these trucks with everybody. And, you know, to all the listeners, if you have the opportunity to get out there and and do this and continue keeping the mini truck scene alive and, you know, keep it striving, I, I suggest you do it. Find a way to do it. You know, your job will always be there if they want you. You can always make more money. It's not what it's about. It's about, it's about that bond you make with your friends that you're doing this with, the friends that you're making along the way, you know, just, just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, you're not, so, and you're not, let's be honest. You're not being paid <laughs> by Nike. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, you're, no, you, I know you're like, Michael, I know you're like Michael Jordan. Right. I mean, you can, I've seen you dunk, bro, <laughs> but um, oh, he's the best, the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan. I saw him. Uh-oh. <laughs> the true goat here. Here's the true goat. I heard this on the radio yesterday, literally the 28th. Uh, some guy had he had bought two tickets to the first game that Jordan. It was October '84, I think it was, and uh, he had bought two tickets. And one of them he kept as a keepsake, right? The other one, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day when they ripped your tickets, we all remember that. So long story mm-hmm. short, yeah. it was yeah. the last week or so the other tickets sold for like four hundred and like eighty grand, dude. It was like oh a my un- and I'm thinking to myself, dude, man, imagine if we had, wow. you know, uh, yeah, it's just crazy, but. Listen, the one thing I wanted to mention, and, you know, you did a post the other day when we did a, you know, uh, a cheers at Lone Star Throwdown, one of our favorite shows. Um, Eric Coleman, I never knew him. You know, he was was a a key person in our scene, Eric with the K, Coleman, um, RIP Eric Coleman. You can see some of these photos that we've curated, but he, of course, had the color shop, color with a K, shop with two Ps, and that's obviously painted on that truck, but... Um, you know, I unfortunately he passed a Sunday, June fourteenth, twenty fifteen, and ironically, you know, it was June, and that's when this truck was also on the cover of seven. So you know, eight years after that, but you know, everybody that knew him said he was a hardworking dude. He was super passionate. And the other thing that I thought was ironic was uh, Sean Dell was there at the show, got a chance to meet him, and yeah. Sean came yeah. up with his son, and you know, just great people. And Sean are. Ar- you know, arguably built one of the baddest mini trucks of all time, and it's still around, and there's more to come on that. But he said, hey, you know, I did a lot of work on this truck, and he pointed right over there. And I think that's a testament that we always say salute the OGs, and and Tom alluded to it as well. There's a lot of folks in the early days that have built some of the most iconic trucks, you know, and that have done these things. But both of you have reinforced the legacy of these trucks live on, and, and, and that also, to me, uh, ties into Eric Coleman. You know, his legacy lives on by someone having a truck like this that curates it, takes it to shows, and things such as that. So, I mean, tip of the cap to both of you. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of money, let's be honest. 
Um, it's a lot of hustle and determination, but you guys are doing it, man. You're living it. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, for real. Well, I think I think we kind of covered everything I wanted to. Again, far from losing November 04, Relax Taco yep. June 07, and uh, some great guys here. Go out there and follow them. And uh, I guess, Joey, we need to give out your Instagram. Um, I, I always look it up by um, Joey. W- it, it's uh, the, I have it, The Relaxed Taco. The Relaxed because Taco. Because the truck owns me. I love it. Dude, <laughs> I, dude, it's Taco Tuesday. I had tacos earlier. I'm feeling good right oh, now. Oh, yeah. We do, too. You guys have a great night. Stay on the rise. This year okay. is going to be your you guys' year. And uh, don't forget the don't forget the little guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, you guys see us at a show. Come say, everybody, come say hi. Oh, we yeah. Everybody, so. come say hi. Please, please, please. For real. Absolutely. Joe, not Tom and Jerry. Tom and Joey show, and then we're going to wrap yeah. up our Lone Star Throwdown. Uh, we had DJ Mays on earlier. You guys stay on the rise. Yeah. And, uh, man, we'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Without you.